Welcome to Survivor Stories, where we invite people who survived tragic ordeals to share their experiences. I'm Anna Townsend, and today we have a special guest who many of you may already know. He was one of the boys marooned on an island. He survived for several weeks before they were rescued. Please give a warm welcome to Ralph. Thank you, miss. It's a pleasure to be here. The pleasure is all mine. Are you glad to be back? Very. That's good. So what was your reaction when you found out there were no adults on the island? Well, at first I was really excited, mostly for exploring the island. I guess the thought of adventure and being independent was exhilarating to me. However, the longer I was on the island, the more I realized that in order to stay alive long enough to be rescued, the other boys and I would have to take on more responsibility. That must have been very overwhelming. So how did you take on responsibility? Shortly after I realized I was on the island, I met another boy named Piggy. We decided that we should find the rest of the boys and gather them so we could have a sort of meeting. The boys agreed that we should have a leader to keep things in order, and they ended up voting for me. So I guess my position as leader on the island was a big responsibility and task. The naval officer who rescued you and the other boys reported that many of them, especially the younger ones, were muttering something about the beasts on the island. When did you encounter beasts on the island? Um, after a few days of being on the island, a younger boy said he'd seen a beast. However, I believe that the so-called beast was just a result of paranoia after staying on an island for so long. I would also argue that the longer we were on the island, the more our paranoia grew, causing ourselves to become beasts toward each other through fear. How do you think your situation would be handled differently if adults had survived the plane crash? If adults survived the plane crash, I think life on the island would have been more organized. Adults carry authority, and because of that, younger kids listen to them. I had a lot of problems with the other boys, mostly about listening to directions. I think in order to have peace and order, all members of the community need to be able to agree and communicate. What were some ways the boys would not listen to your directions? Interestingly, at first, everyone seemed to work together. We all agreed that it was important to keep a fire lit in case a ship would come by. However, as the days went on, it became harder to have everyone working together and being productive. For example, I asked everyone to help build shelters, but a lot of the younger boys wouldn't cooperate, and even some of the older ones wouldn't help. If disputes occurred on the island, what would they be about? There was usually a bit of disagreement concerning the building of shelters. The majority of the boys wanted to play and explore, but I knew that building a shelter was a priority. Also, a boy named Jack challenged my leadership. I was fine sharing the position, but he wanted it all to himself, and this argument affected the peace on the island. What did Jack not like about the way you led the other boys? First and foremost, I just want to start out by saying that Jack had a very different idea on what a leader should do and how they should carry out orders. I wanted to lead a democracy. That way, the other boys can voice their opinions and input. Jack, however, seemed to want more of a dictatorship. He was mostly interested in power as a leader, 
while I had the other boy's best interest in mind. What would you say was the scariest thing that happened on the island? In my opinion, the scariest thing was how quickly my peers were able to forget who they were prior to the plane crashing. After a few weeks, many of the boys forgot their identities. This affected their behavior, and a lot of them became a bit hostile. I guess you could say over time, we started to lose our minds and go crazy. How did you feel when you were rescued? I felt so relieved. When I saw the naval officer, I actually started crying because of how relieved I was. In fact, the moment they found us was the moment I was being hunted down by some of the other boys, led by Jack. The naval troops really saved my life, as well as the lives of my peers. In what ways will this experience change your relationship with your peers? My relationship with my peers, besides Sam and Eric, will be rough considering what happened. We will definitely have feelings of distrust between each other. The boys and I are receiving individual therapy and will move on to group therapy to help cope with readjusting to society. What would you consider your greatest losses on the island? Well, I would consider the loss of my friends to be hard losses. My friends Piggy and Simon sadly couldn't make it off the island alive. If it weren't for the timing of the Navy's arrival, I wouldn't have made it off the island alive either. What you've gone through was more than a lot of adults could even imagine. How do you think this experience will impact your life in the future? I think my experience on the island had changed me as a person. I've seen how quickly people could lose their sense of order under the worst circumstances. It made me realize how fragile people can be and how vulnerable we are without a strong system of order. That's why I intend to pursue a career in sociology. I'm sure sociologists would appreciate your experience and insights in human behavior. Thank you for participating in this interview, and hopefully in a few years, you will achieve your goals of being a sociologist.